sexy. Can you hear me? Yeah, you don't have to go that close. I'll just adjust. No? Okay. All right. Sounds good. It's like... <laughs> um, All right, so are we, are we ready, guys? Hi. Hi. I wonder everyone's names. I know you. This is Jen. This is Corey's wife. She's the sweetest lady ever. You, sir. I'm Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Phoenix. Fe Wait a minute. Ah, okay. I think I've seen you on the Keycon board somewhere. Go Possibly. Wrong no? Phoenix? Wrong Phoenix? Another okay. Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. No. Paul. Paul. Awesome. So, I've got a bunch of notes here. Very free form. You guys have questions, please speak up at any time. So you're here because you're all interested possibly in doing your own podcast. Potentially. Potentially. It's easy, but there's a few. I've written out a bunch of steps here of what you can do to have your own podcast, what you need to do. This is, don't need to do all this, but um, it is nice. Like I said, I was recording out of my car to and from work. Pretty easy. And honestly, if you check a lot of the uh, you know podcasting websites where they're trying to you know teach you and sell you stuff, you'll see them have you know like I mean this is two hundred dollar recorder, but you know they usually offer like you know the four or six hundred dollar ones, Zoom H five or Zoom H six, you know like two thousand dollar mixing board. It's all shit you really don't need. Sorry, no. the board's only two hundred. Uh, no, the recorder's here. Oh, this okay. One. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like, wow, which is where? Okay. <laughs> Actually, you can find uh, the Behringer uh, board um, for about 180 I bought mine for 60 Yeah, I have a board, a miniaturized version of this board, and 60 bucks, And I use yeah. it to record uh, vocals for yeah. our band. And it's it works good. Yeah. I mean, you, you can find them on Wish, you can find them on Amazon, you can find them on AliExpress. Amazon's probably the most reliable source for them. Yeah. Actually, what I did is I uh, I went on Amazon and I bought this uh, and also uh, a couple of mics. And actually, I did the printout and I was going to bring it and I forgot. But, <laughs> but if you want the model number of this one, I can definitely write it down for you. Cool. Or yeah. shout it out right now. Okay, well, it's a, it's a Behringer... And it's the X E N Y X Q one two zero two USB. Bless you. Now there's two different types. The, the USB one, this one you can plug into your computer, and you re you can record it that way. Um, and you can also record it like I have here through the Zoom. Uh, so you have two options that way. But if you're just going to be recording straight into here, there is uh, a model that that's the non USB. And I don't think the price is that See, much right different. Now I'm just going straight into my computer. What I need is the interim step. I realize that it's better sound-wise if you go. Yeah, through. this stuff is all nice, and and but this is just as nice. When I'm doing, when I started, I did everything out of here. The phones now, the technology on, they all have recorders on them. Um, to be honest, like when we do the majority of our podcasts, it's usually because I'm a dad with two kids, don't have a lot of time. I do it on the drive home from work. I call him up, we record. Uh, occasionally we go into the studio with all this stuff. We bring him on, we bring a special guest on, and then we do the really high-end sounding stuff. But um, this is an LG Thin Q7. This has stereo surround. You turn the phone like that, it, it records in surround. So if you wanted to interview people, you put that in the middle of the room, records out of both sides, and this actually does everything you want.
this is a free phone through Rogers. Um, if you want a, a better quality audio and you're just doing a solo podcast, plug in your earbuds. You got a microphone right by your right by your mouth. Works great. Works really good. Um, and if you've listened to podcasts out there, most of the podcasts don't sound very professional. They sound really, like not professional, but um, the sound quality is really subpar. And in fact, um, it's below ours in a lot of cases, but these are high-end podcasts that have thousands of su- subscribers. So don't be daunted by it's got to sound so perfect and so studio. Not that important. People just want to hear people talk about stuff that they're passionate about, right? I've actually seen uh, filmmakers as well using uh, cell phones to record audio between uh, actors, and then they'll just put the audio uh, in afterwards. So, honestly, the so the microphones that you have on your cell phone is perfectly adequate nowadays. You know, compared to say, you know, ten years ago. Like with this one, I could actually go to a live show and record the show and have pretty darn good quality of a live show in a really loud setting. So. I actually did a guest spot on someone's podcast, and they used cell phones, and I was a little surprised when I heard the audio later, and it was just a room full of yeah. very clear. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So, I mean, don't... The technology's nice. Like, we're investing in it now because we've been around for a while, and it's like, well, we want to have some... We want... Well, this guy's obsessed with sound quality. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't care. <laughs> but it does sound it does sound a lot better. So I mean it's something you can aspire to, but it's not something you need. There's people that have been running podcasts for five, six, seven years and they still don't have any sort of setup and they're still, you know, very successful. What we've done also is we've done we've done podcasts where we've had uh, just a boom mic with a condenser microphone, which kind of picks up the whole room. And it actually worked out pretty good. Actually, yeah, we did uh, we did a panel last year, and how many people were in that room for the Evil Within panel? Thirty, uh, I think. Yeah, and we just had this in the middle of the room, and it recorded quite well. It was actually came off pretty good. So, but I think the first, the, like the primary thing about doing the podcast, uh, we'll get into the technology and the providers. But if you're going to do the podcast, a lot of people start and stop. That's the common thing. You see people, they put up nine, ten episodes, and then they're, then they're gone. They take a three, four, six-month sabbatical and then come back. Do six, seven more episodes, take a break. Um, consistency is the most important thing. Um, with our show, we've been doing it every single week, period. No breaks, no holidays. You bank episodes. Um, but consistency is the big thing. Lara, Lara was talking to us about yeah. consistency. Lara is a former guest here. Um, and uh, uh, GMB Chomachek, he's a famous uh, comic writer. The thing they always said was consistency is more important than quality. You need to have something. If you're going to do something and you're going to commit to it, you got to put it out every week, once a month, once every two weeks, but consistently on the same schedule. The minute you fall off schedule, you lose listeners. It's it it works exactly that way. So that is the biggest thing. And around KeyCon, uh, we all get busy. I mean, my daughter's birthday just happened. I was on a trip with my wife. So just you bank episodes. You bank episodes. Um, and the technology is there that you can have all your episodes uploaded, and you can stagger the release. They'll auto release for you. Uh, put it on all social media platforms, and then you're all set to go. 
so the timing is is huge like be sure if you're going to do it make sure it's consistent schedule is super important um and then always temper your expectation if you oh i could do three episodes a week don't yeah. don't if you think you can do so let's say you say, i'm going to do five episodes a week do one like always tailor it back if you think you can do an episode every two weeks then do one a month but, but if you have but if you have some topics that you want to cover and just kind of hold off on them and then you'll have something to post so if there's a week or something that you're busy and you don't have time at least you'll have something in the bank the bank in the bank so important um originally i was doing recording 10 episodes a week i still only put one out a week because it was to and from work five days a week right so you know but what i realized later is oh i have no topics i've got nothing to talk about but i've already released my five episodes this week or my 10 episodes this week and i put everything out now i got no content for three months because i'm dried myself out but if i'd staggered them then it works a lot better uh we covered this software what do we need to do this audacity yep that's we use actually we use reaper um todd and i are both musicians so we actually recorded our album 100 percent on reaper did all the mixing on it it's very dynamic it's very free you can do everything you want on there it's probably too complicated and you don't need to go to that level audacity does everything you need that's and I know a lot of podcasts use audacity yeah everyone we're part of the manitoba podcast festival group and uh i think 90 percent of them use audacity if you don't have a technical uh recording background then audacity is so easy to use and Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Download it and go, ah, now what? And go to YouTube. Just so you know, Audacity is what's actually used in schools when they're teaching um, uh, teaching audio recording and that sort of stuff. They, yeah, yeah, it's the official, um, I know uh, St. John's Ravens Court uses it and a couple of the other, a couple of other schools in the city use it. And they, they teach them how to use Audacity. It's easy to use. It's free, 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 free. Yeah. I mean, um, if you can, always go with open source software. It's actually quite often a lot better than you know, a lot of the paid apps that you'll find. Audacity is pretty much the one I'm most familiar with because I don't know how my school managed to pull this off, but uh, it was McGregor Collegiate, and they trained us on Adobe Audition. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's expensive, if I recall. Yeah, like, I don't know how they were able to put this on 30 computers for a class. Oh, man. You probably oh, man. bought a business license. Yeah. It doesn't help you once you graduate. You have to yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you're not going to use that when you graduate. But it was, Audacity was close enough to it that it was... Yeah. It's like, okay, I know what I'm doing. And here. it is easier. Audacity is, is very easy to use. I mean, I was able to jump in right away. And primarily, like, we use Reaper and Audacity... I like Reaper because you can do a lot. You can do uh, crossfades and a whole bunch of crazy stuff like that. Like it, it's it's more robust, but I do have a background in it. But with the free version of Reaper, it exports out as a WAV file, which most sites are going to go through. They want an MP3, so I put it into Audacity, convert it. To, it yeah. Exactly right. 
Yeah, so I don't do any mixing at all in Audacity. Um, I probably could, but I don't know. I'm used to Reaper now, so. I will say that I've tried Reaper, and I got into it, and I just... I'll leave it to them. <laughs> I'll stick with Audacity. I'll look at the little blue line going. It's like cable. <coughs> too many, too many options. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, so like, really, for software, it's that simple. There's a lot of other stuff out there you can use. There's apps. Uh, there's one that I tried. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. There's an app you can buy, and it actually allows you to upload straight to the internet. And it will put your podcast up there. It'll make sure it's available on iTunes and on uh, Google Podcasts and Spotify and all that stuff. Um, and it allows you to edit on your phone. So you're literally recording. You can merge in um, sounds, like if you want to have uh, sound effects or, or whatever. Um, all that aside, great software. However, you do not own your podcast. So when it's uploaded to iTunes, it's uploaded as that company. And if there's any revenue generated from it, it doesn't go to you. It goes to them. So be, be leery. You're better off just recording on your phone. And I'll get to, how to what to do with it after. But you're better off owning your own stuff because there's not a lot of money to be made in podcasting. There can be. But you want to be careful that you own your stuff because if suddenly... Uh, you get a sponsor that comes in, say you're doing a gaming podcast, and say Wizards of the Coast, say, hey, we like your podcast, we're going to support you. Oh, you're using that software, we're not going to support you. We can't, because you don't own the podcast. Or if you wanted to sell your podcast or sell rights to your podcast to an advertiser, you won't be able to. So you just got to be careful. Record your own stuff, own your own stuff, and then if there is a revenue stream that comes up, then it's yours, and you can do whatever you need to do with it. So... Free software off of a phone for podcasts, please avoid. Um, so how do you get your podcast out there? Anybody have any uh, guesses on uh, how to get it out there? How do you get it on Google, Spotify, iTunes? Any ideas? Set up accounts with all of those. That's right. Did, did, did I? My poker face isn't very good, obviously. That's why we're podcasters and you can't see us. Yeah. Um, you can. Um, there's. We use Podbean for ours. Pod, I actually spent uh, three or four months looking at every single podcast provider that allows you to put your podcast out there. And there's advantages and disadvantages to every single one of them. Uh, for us, Podbean made the most sense. Spreaker is another one, which is pretty darn good. Um, one of our buddies uses Spreaker, and it, it it is Spreaker is more expensive, but it is more expansive. It it sends to everywhere. Um, Podbean is kind of a lower version of it, so I there's a little there's a little bit more manual labor on on the back end of it for example i wanted to have the podcast on google i had to go to google and ask them to put it up you don't have the google plus app installed <laughs> nice <laughs> don't ever say google when your phone's turned on <laughs> um 
so there's a few places like I actually had to uh, tune in radio. I actually had to contact them to get the podcast up. So Podbean doesn't hit everybody. It's not bad, but Spreaker hits everybody. But it is more expensive. Um, so if you're going to, and we'll put notes too. If you guys, uh, if you guys listen to this episode recording at, at this moment, we'll have notes on all this stuff. Um, but depends how committed you are. When I right out of the gate, I went with a company called Potomatic. It's free. Um, it, they post it to everything. Uh, I can still view my Potomatic episodes on iTunes and Google and everywhere. So they actually send it to everybody. But they do have a max limit of data you can upload. So if you're not sure, you're just testing the waters, Potomatic is probably the best place to go. Um, and then you can export your episodes out of there later to, if you're gonna, willing to spend a bit more money. But if you're not sure, go Potomatic. Gets everywhere. The limits with Potomatic are you have a max data you can upload. So once you've, I think, how many episodes did I do? I think I did like 27 episodes or something and then I ran out of room. Something like that. So there's a data cap on it. SoundCloud has a, has, is free. They also have a cap. But then you have the option of buying into their, pro, their plan and, and getting better stuff. So you can always keep it on whatever you're on and then just upgrade the plan. But with Podomatic and with um, a lot of them, they have a max download amount as well. So if people are following your podcast and suddenly you get a spike because you get a, a really good guest on or a, a really trending topic and suddenly you're getting 1,000 downloads in a month, Podomatic, SoundCloud, a lot of those will cap it. They're going to max you to maybe 100 downloads a month. So even though you had the potential of getting all this traffic, they're going to cap you. That's not nice. That's not nice. Uh, so th these are it's technical jargon in their agreements that if you don't look at it, you're not going to know. So, I mean, if you're just starting out, you're going to do 25 episodes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, all those things are, are fine. But at some point, you're going to... If it blows up, which it can, um, I can't remember. We had a, we had an episode that blew up in Sweden, and then now we have Sweden followers. But if I was a Podomatic, we wouldn't have hit Sweden. Sweden would have just ignored us. So it's one of those things you be careful with that. With Podbean and Spreaker, there's no limit. You pay for your plan. There's no limit for uploads. There's no limit for downloads. There's no limit. We can put as many episodes a month as we want. There's no limit. So. I mean, I'd highly recommend those. We use them. They're easy to use. You can delay. Um, it has an aut it automatically goes to iTunes, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, it automatically goes through like Spreaker and a bunch of those. It automatically will send the RSS feed to all those people, but you still have to apply for Google Podcasts because Google's an exception to the rule. It seems. Um, so I'd, rec I'd recommend Podbean because it's cheap, affordable, um, and Spreaker if you get a little extra money to spend. But start with a Podomatic or this pretty good one. I'm doing all the talking here. Oh, you're the expert. <laughs> you're doing a great job. <laughs> um, technical support for Yeah. So the other thing, too, is when you're going with a service, they're also going to provide you with a web page. So that's kind of nice. That's something that you don't really think about. Uh, we have a, a web page at Podbean, which is nice. But it says podbean.com, 
forward slash, da, da, da. so it's got a long convoluted address, but they will provide you with a web page. There's lots of web um, formats you can use. It, it can look more like, um, you know. Hello, sir. Hello. You can come in. That's yeah. fine. This is me just checking all the rooms to make sure we're populated. Okay. Um, so the trick is to actually make a really clever abbreviation for your podcast, so it's you know not this big long URL. Well, true, and you can basically they're going to ask you for a username and your username. So it, it's my the username Seanorama. So that's that that's the Podbean address. But people are looking for Sean Geek. They're not looking for Sean. So I actually created a web page for the show because it's easier. People are more likely going to remember my name than one of my freaking aliases that I have. So, um, and before you come up with a clever name, make sure you're going to stick with it. Because <laughs> yes. nothing's worse than having to try to rebrand yourself. Yeah, very key. Kind of start, starting from uh, scratch again. So, yeah, yeah, you want to be really set on the name. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Anybody object to having their photograph taken? He is the official con photographer. Okay. You just have to get my good side. Yeah. Oh, I don't have one. I think no problem. Let's, let's go to the back. Actually, maybe I'll just... So your, your actual content, do you just talk? Do you have a script or uh, any sort of topics or bullet points? Well, for, for our own, we... Okay, I guess we're going to talk about Wonderless now. <laughs> We are huge fans of Wonderlist. It is a great app. It is a grocery shopping app more than anything. It's a, it's, it's a list app. So what it does is um, you can share a shopping list, for lack of a better word, with you and as many people as you want. So whenever one of us comes up with a podcast topic, drop it in Wonderlist. We all get it. So we have a bank of topics to talk about. If we're ever dry, we're, we always have topics. Um, something comes up, something's funny. You're like, oh, that'd, that'd be really fun to talk about. We just add it to the list. Uh, it's on every phone. Wonderlist. W W U N D E R L I S T. It's it's a great app, and we use it all the time. Uh, I'm literally doing my notes are off of Wonderlist right now. And um, as you you know, oh, we covered this topic. You can click click on it, and you've talked about it already. It's it's off the list. Um, so that's what we do. We generally list that updates to everyone else as well. Correct. Yeah. 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 It's really handy. I use it for grocery shopping with the wife all the time because I never remember the, to bring the list with me. So it's always on the phone so I can't fail as a husband. Or fail less as a husband, I should say. <laughs> but we use that so and and it's anything like our own like on our show it's like we we went on a whole thing with uh, Jared Threaten. I don't know if you guys heard about that guy, the the fake band guy who booked a bunch of shows in Europe and then yeah and then he didn't he he faked his uh his data his stats for his band that they were this big selling award-winning group created um, his own award yeah created his own award created uh, two news websites uh basically cut and pasted a bunch of articles from other uh, news uh music news websites and then wrote you know glowing reviews of his own stuff um, and then he booked his own, you know, European tour, got a backing band that was completely unaware and told all these, you know, uh, promoters and, uh, venue owners that, 
they had you know sold out the uh, venue you know there's like 200 uh, pre-sale and nobody showed up literally they're playing to empty uh, halls in one case i think there was like three people there because that was the opening band for them yeah so that that like we we saw this headline we got to talk about this guy yeah we got to talk about this guy this guy's a and it's still know. ongoing. He's either he's either a mastermind or a complete idiot. We haven't decided yet, but yeah, um, like we'll have a topic like that. It's like, okay. I mean, we'll, if we'll, it worked, he would have been. Just... Yeah, and the funny thing is, so the news started breaking right before he the band members um, or when the news broke, the band members confronted him, and all of them decided to uh, basically decided to jump ship. But if they had stayed on, the continued the. The, ba- the bad publicity would have actually worked in their favor because people probably would have come to those venues to check out, you know, see what's going on oh, with this band. Yeah. yeah, but it w- really was just a poorly executed <coughs> plan. Like, but he has a show in the UK in November. Yep. Yeah. 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 He also just recently lost uh, his uh, loss uh, lawsuit from uh, the former backing members of his band um, because he didn't show up for the court date. Yeah, not a mastermind. Not a mastermind. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but like we'll just find a topic like that and just kind of, kind of bat it around and talk about it. Uh, that was one of the, <laughs> that was one of my favorite ones. But we also yeah. talk, talk about nerdy stuff. Like uh, I'm a big comic guy, so I'm always talking about the, the Marvel movies and DC movies and all that stuff. Um, Todd brings in the weirdest topics, like, uh, and we actually had an incident today around one of the talks he came up so one of the topics of the podcast we had was I know we're all going on a tangent but how are we doing for time? Uh, 11.39 11.39 so uh, he works at the hospital and uh, there's a lot of battery operated things like uh, you go to the you go to the bathroom the sensors the sensors for you know for the water for the soap for the dryer for the toilet um, the battery operated uh, clocks and we, uh, he, he came up, well, who changes those batteries? And how do you know when they change them? And who is paid to go change those batteries? We just talked about that for 25 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. So he brings weird topics like that that are always, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like them. They're just really quirky. He's like, where are you going with this? I just add them to the wonder list. It doesn't have to go anywhere, but it just sounds like the observational comedy of some yeah. sets I've seen where it's just... Well, we had an incident last night. Because yeah, okay, we, yeah. So because we were trying to get into our room. So at 1 o'clock in the morning, we're trying to go to our room, and we can't get in because the battery died on the card scanner. So they're changing it right now. But it's like, well, how do you not know when these things run out? And, you know, yeah. anyway, that we had a whole episode about that. Yeah. But a lot of the time, like, in this, in this I mean, you can use this formula yourselves and whatever you're doing, but it, it, it's fun to have two people because we can banter back and forth, but a lot of the stuff we talk about is stuff he knows nothing about or I know nothing about. So a lot of the times um, he's going to come up with a topic I know nothing about and I'm going to be like asking dumb questions because I don't know anything. And then if I talk about a Marvel movie, he, he hasn't seen any of them. I think he might have seen two. And then, but it's it's interesting to have an outsider's perspective on stuff and it, it kind of adds its own comedy or its own interest so I, sometimes having two people that know everything about Thor Ragnarok and all they do is talk about Thor Ragnarok for like an hour and they know every detail about it yeah, maybe not as interesting of Big Bang. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like he doesn't know anything about it. But then his opinion of the movie that he hasn't seen is actually very interesting. Well, it's from a just a different point of view because you'll I mean you'll come up with something I'll know nothing about, and that's usually pretty much what it is. He'll and I'm biased. Head, and yeah, you're not. He'll read the headlines. He'll know the story. So he'll give me the headline, ask me what I think about it, and I'll kind of go off on it. Sometimes uh, it'll be I may hit a portion of it or. Sometimes I'll be like way off, <laughs> but uh, we kind of go back and forth with that, and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Actually, it's and that's pretty much the basic. It, it's got to be fun, and if you have topics that you're interested in, uh, a lot of people they, they'll just strictly do movies of say a, a certain actor or actress, or yeah. There's the Colin Hanks. Uh, Colin Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Oh. Colin Colin Hanks. Hanks. <laughs> Colin's his son, but Tom Hanks. There's a there's a lady, uh, Birdie. Her name is. She runs a Tom a Tom Hanks, and all they do is talk about a Tom Hanks movie every episode. So, I, what are you going to talk about in your episodes? Like that's that's, I think the the biggest thing to figure out is what is your topic going to be about. But more importantly, you are your own brand. So if you said, oh, we're going to have a a Colin Hanks. To, to go off the Tom Hanks one, we're gonna have we're gonna talk about that's your format, great. But what's gonna sell your podcast to the masses is less about what you're talking about, but how you're saying it. So, I mean, we're brothers, you know, very good friends, obviously, because we're brothers. Like, we sell our podcast on us, and as long as you do that, you're not limiting yourself by topics. Like, okay, well, we've done every Tom Hanks movie. Now, what do we do? You know, like it's always us just talking about stuff. So I think you have more longevity and it's more fun, and you don't need to rebrand down the road. It's like it's just you know the two of us talking, and then we bring our buddy Corey in for for comedy comedy timing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just not actually re- funny; I'm just sarcastic. <laughs> but just just remember, the podcast is about you first, and the topic later. It just keeps it it keeps it a bit more open. Honestly, it is. Think of what would be a great emergency topic to just have something to laugh at. Was just okay. What's in the headlines about Florida man today? Yeah, true enough. (laughs) And honestly, we could probably do an entire podcast around Jared Threaden. Yeah, entire series. Yeah, an entire series. There's a band that contacted us. They actually uh, they're trying to get on. They were trying to get on a radar, and they actually held a musical about Jared Threaden. Um. <laughs> that's I, guess I watched that's how it. And I'm like, us. yeah, they found us. Yeah, yeah. They're called the perverts. They're out of yeah. uh, Bristol. <laughs> but it's, but um, yeah, just find your voice. Like, you are your brand, not the topic. If it's an interview, you're interviewing local musicians. Um, there's a, a a great one that uh, we follow called Witch Police Radio, and it's uh, Sam Thompson. He's a great great dude, and his podcast is about interviewing local bands. That's how he sells his podcast. But to me, it's about Sam interviewing local bands. Sam is the brand. So just just remember it. I think that's kind of the biggest thing. And um, 11.44? Okay, good. I'm actually on schedule here. Um, so covered providers, right? So I, I'd say Podbean's good. Spreaker's good. Those are the two to go with. Um they all have very helpful uh, YouTube videos on how to do everything on there. And uh, Podbean's been very helpful if I had a question, no problem. Um, 
but the big thing you need to worry about is your RSS feed. All the podcasts that we talk to, nobody knows what it is, and it is the most important thing. When you create your podcast with a provider like Podbean or Podomatic, you will have an RSS feed. If you don't have your podcast with every provider, mm -hmm. if you haven't gone to the length of making sure iTunes has it, Google has it, if your provider doesn't hit everybody up, if you want to get with uh, iHeartRadio or whatever, there is, when you're doing a search, they're using iHeartRadio as the app, and they're like, Sean Geek Podcast, I can't find it. They give up, they move on. If you have an RSS feed, that RSS feed can be entered into the search, and then it gets permanently added to their playlist. If you do not have an RSS feed, the only way for that for those people to hear your podcast is to download another podcast app or stream it directly from the internet as opposed to using their app. They're not going to be interested in following you anymore. They're like, you know what? It's too much effort to get to your podcast. If you have an RSS feed, feature it prominently on your page, on your Facebook page, on whatever. Always include it because that gives them the ability to listen to your podcast and they only have to put it in once. And then due diligence is, oh, they said they couldn't find you on iTunes. Make sure you upload it to iTunes. You can apply to have your podcast on any service at any time. Um, you go to their, how, uh, their help section, how do I upload my podcast to you? And they'll tell you how to do it. Usually they'll do a verification to make sure you're not, um, uh, make sure it's not racist or homophobic or anything like that. Just to make sure it's safe. Uh, once they do that, they'll approve you, and then then you're on you're on there permanently. Is there standard length format? No. So you can, be, you can make it as long as you want. Mm -hmm. What do you find is optimal for people listening? The car ride home works pretty good. It's like 25 minutes. Well, I think uh, most podcasts that I've seen have been between yeah, about uh, 25 minutes to half an hour to about an hour. I think that's the hours is fairly common, but then you get Joe Rogan who goes on for yeah three yeah. Uh, that's yeah. You know, most people's kind of attention span. And a yeah. lot of times, you know, people will yeah, be listening to. He's got like a laundry list of questions yeah. every time. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, the thing to keep in mind: the most common time to listen to a podcast is on the way to work, taking the dog for a walk, those sorts of things, and tend to be about twenty twenty five minutes. It seems to be the average, unless you live in Toronto and it's a three hour ride to get to work. But yeah. that seems to be the average length. And if people's podcasts are forty minutes, a lot of podcast listeners are hitting that little button that says, I want to listen at one and a half speed or two. So at, to get it down to that 30 to 25 to 30 minute length. So I think 25, 30 minute keeps you captivated, but sometimes we'll have a topic that's just too juicy. If you cut it off at 25 minutes, you're actually not going to get into the meat of it. So um, we do 25 to an hour. And then if we go over an hour, we generally just split into two episodes, do a part one and part two. Yeah. Or if That's we're in the middle of something and you get home, it's like, you know what? We're not done. Yeah. So then we'll yeah. say next time we'll do it again and then we'll just continue on. But don't rush through, like, podcasts are... Okay. <laughs> I'll skip that. We'll go to the... <laughs> uh, social media. Huge. Um, the success of Sean Geek has been entirely on figuring social media out and using it to the best advantage. Instagram seemingly is the best platform to to, to promote your show. It 
it's so Instagram is so important. It's more important than than Facebook. Twitter is a second, and Facebook is like probably third, fourth, or fifth. Well, Facebook is for old people apparently. That's that's, that's what, what I keep being told, but I use it, so I guess I'm old. I <laughs> so do I. Who here had a MySpace page? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's not a promotional tool anymore, like it, like like it was. Instagram works really good because um, you can't share posts on there normally, right? And Facebook, you can share anyone's post. On Instagram, you got to put your own picture up and you got to promote your stuff. So there's less noise and more actual content. So um, make sure you have an Instagram page. You have to have a Facebook page. You should have a Twitter. And uh, I just go through Instagram, and then it shares to Twitter, and it shares to Facebook. I put it in one place. We promote our show that way. Hashtagging is very, very important. And when you're doing a hashtag on Instagram, I mean, this might be Instagram 101 for some people, but when you type in a hashtag... It'll tell you if that hashtag is in use, how many how many people have viewed that current hashtag, and it makes sure you're hashtagging properly. So if you decide to hashtag um, hot, do- hot dog and a shake and you misspell shake, no one's going to see it. But if you type, in, type it in properly and it says 493 people just talked about this in the last hour, you know you've grabbed a good hashtag. So you want to make sure you hashtag properly. So we always we always hashtag podcast, uh, what the topic is, novelization or uh, Jared Threaten. Make sure we spell his name properly, just to make sure it trends properly. So uh, the majority of our followers come through proper hashtagging. And if you, like I said, type in the word, hit hashtag, type in the word, make sure it's actually being used and it's a current hashtag. If you do that, hit it through Instagram first. Then it filters through Twitter and Facebook. Those hashtags will be proper in both those places as well because Instagram has the best filter for making sure you're using the right hashtag. That's key. Um, our listeners out of California are all all came on from hashtags. And now there's a bunch of people that run podcasts in California that are following us just because, like, oh, they hashtagged podcast. Yeah. I think that's it. Anything else, boys? Uh, My mouth is dry. Yeah. I got you water. There you go. It's right behind you. Yeah, that one's The other thing, too, just make sure you're, just make sure you're promoting yourself. If you've got an episode, uh, like I, I said, the consistency thing is important, but make sure you pick a day and always meet that time. So um, our podcast is every Monday at 5 a.m., Period. No ifs, ands, or buts. The time zone. Or, uh, this time zone. Yeah. So uh, I do 5 a.m. because it's good for 7 a.m. on one coast. And yeah. Actually, I do have a question. Yes. How do you make money off of podcasting, Sean? <laughs> you sell these things. <laughs> <laughs> this is the design which uh, we went through a company and uh, my wife right now is fighting with them because the quality is not what we want it to be. Mine's um, unwashed because I just put it on new. He washed his and it's fading. Yeah. I washed mine too. After one wash, they, they're faded. So we're fighting with the um, company. But I'm sourcing out multiple companies on selling these and selling them affordable because I don't want to sell a $40 shirt. I want to sell a $10 shirt. 
Um, that is the biggest moneymaker is swag. Um, you can do swag through various companies. There's the Brick Shirt House in town. Um, there's a bunch of local companies. Ideally, you want to do local. Uh, and a lot of those companies will do the shipping for you. So they'll have a store set up on their own, web- on their own website. If you're looking for buns, uh, we can uh, put you in touch with the source. Yep. My brother-in-law, her brother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, yes. But you want... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to take a picture? Yep. Yeah. Sure. yeah absolutely. You're going to have another panel in like two minutes, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, so you can get advertisers on, but there seems to be uh, there's a threshold that you want to get to before advertisers will, will hit you up. Um, generally, from what I found out, about 1,000 downloads a month will get you uh, noticed. Um, once you get at that level, then people will start approaching you, but you can approach people and you can say, hey, thousand, you know, thousand downloads a month, this is what we got. Um, it's, it's easier to sell. So basically you're looking for advertising or, uh, or supporters, or you can set up, um, uh, we have a Patreon account set up. Um, Patreon is a monthly subscription service, so people have to pay you money every month. So it's a little trickier, but you can also have a PayPal account on your webpage. And people can just you can just ask for donations. You can set a goal. That's something we're setting up now because I don't think Patreon's working exactly the way I wanted to. No, we do have one Patreon though. We we're actually very happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our our what we do is you can get the episodes once they're done. So sometimes we'll we'll bank a bunch of episodes and we upload. I upload them when they're done. And with a delayed release date, but on Patreon everything is well, we re- there was like three episodes in one week um, a few weeks ago, and they're all uploaded right now. So if you want them now, you get them now. So you can use that as your Patreon. Um, if we get the T-shirt thing going, then that'll be part of our Patreon package as well. Um, but you, you can always do little asides, mentions on the show. Uh, you know, if you give us two dollars a month, we'll mention you on the show. Or, or whatever like there's things like that Jesse Lewis <laughs> thank you Jesse thank you um, but uh, it, it is tough to make but there's some patrons out there doing podcasts that are really crappy quality bad content um, bad editing and those guys are pulling in 40 grand a month so you know there's money to be made it's just marketing get, marketing it's all marketing I think that's it. All right. Yeah, you don't need any of this stuff. Yeah. But if you guys have questions about any of this stuff, everyone have a pin? You don't have a pin. If you want to reach out, ask any questions, we will be at the Manitoba Podcast Festival uh, in September. Is it October? There's, we're, they're doing another... Um, we went to it last year. We're going to be presenting, I think, this year. Oh, sorry. Maybe. I'm sorry. No, that's a big We could play shuffleboard on this. Yeah, yeah we could. We might have to. <laughs> With the pins. Yeah. <laughs> Any questions? Um, Todd and I are also talking about uh, doing some uh, YouTube video. And uh, Sean as well. Uh, we're going to be looking into kind of going into the equipment that we use. 
Um, and we're also hoping in greater detail. Yeah. And how to actually do. We're also in looking into the possibility of doing videos on how cheap can you get away with? Because we've been looking at places like Alibaba and, uh, or sorry, AliExpress and um, Wish.com, and you can find you know some uh, digital recorders for like you know as little as eighteen to twenty dollars. So we actually want to see if whether or not the uh, quality of those is you know reasonable, as opposed to you know like the two hundred dollar one that we have here or the other Zoom that we have, which is about a hundred. I do have it here. Mic for twenty bucks on eBay once, like, and it was like new. It wasn't like, and it came with the pole as well. Nice. And the sound quality was actually pretty good because it's you know, standard like dispenser mic. I was like, how was this twenty dollars? Yeah, it's usually in the build quality. You know, um, once say with the uh, zooms, uh, the one like this is actually fairly standard for a lot of you know indie filmmakers. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, where they will use this because it's so small and you can pretty much you know put it anywhere. Uh, there's one guy that I follow where he'll actually tape it you know to a piece of set that'll be you know shadowed by the camera. But this one's actually kind of you know a standard starting mic for a lot of people. And Zoom's mm -hmm. fairly well-known company, uh, good customer support, and you know fairly really good uh, quality. So yeah, there's many different brands. Uh, out there, Creative is another brand. Um, I, I had bought that one, uh, I don't know how many years ago. They, they've switched it, I think it's an H1N now or something. Yeah. It's just a little bit a little bit different. And where can you buy these? Any music store, like Long McQuaid or Quest Music or one of those uh, ones in town. Or of, even Amazon. A lot of uh, photography places are uh, selling Zooms as well because a lot of uh, filmmakers uh, use them as well. Yeah, so. and some of the podcasts that we've done, we've actually done some with not just strictly audio, but we've we've gone to uh, Skype, and actually did uh, actually the other day we did the, the well, four way. We, yeah, we interviewed Charles Lauder, and we were able to record the audio off of that mm -hmm. off of Skype, and it wasn't. I actually had to do well. I had to do a lot of editing. Yeah, yeah, because Skype's got little peaks and valleys, and too many people are talking at the same time. It just does this thing. So I had to edit all that stuff out. And so it was a 20-minute interview, and it took three hours to edit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife was very pleased. <laughs> but um, it, it's not bad. Like, if if you want to do interviews, it might be Skype is pretty good because everybody pretty much has it. It it comes on your phone. Oh, yeah. I miss Skype. Well, I've noticed with Discord, it really depends on who's hosting the call. Like, if yeah. the host has a really good up-down speed, you uh, get some brilliant quality. But other times, yeah, you feel like you're talking to a robot. But it's not bad. You, you'll notice there's a one podcast I follow from time to time called Three Sides of the Coin. They do everything Skype. They release everything, the like video as well. And... The quality of it, like I'm not trying to shoot them down or anything, but I wish they'd do some sort of editing. But they just post it live. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how important the quality is. I think the the quality of what you're talking about is probably more important than anything. I mean, it's not like you're listening to someone's CD or something, and the quality's got to be perfect. It's just people talking. So as long as you can hear everyone's voices, it doesn't matter if it's. What if it's cutting out? Cause they're out what if it's cutting out? Yeah, like that. Yeah, the editing was painful. 
Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, Podcasting 101. We're going into Hour 2. <laughs>